0: Hebrews chapter eleven. We're gonna begin in reading in verse eight just so we have some context around it. Hebrews chapter eleven. How many of you know this is a nasty world? And the later the hour gets, the nastier it gets. I'm thankful that it's not my home. That's what I want to just spend a few minutes on tonight. I want you to know I touched on some things this morning. I want to to elaborate on just a little more. I want you to know something. This world is not my home. I I haven't bought any stock (laughs) in staying here. I'm not invested in this old world. We used to sing an old song that says, I don't want to get adjusted to this old world. We get too comfortable here, and that's what upsets us when it's not right. I'm not, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8 says, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place, which he should re- after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing where he went. There's been lots of times I've learned that when you walk this walk of faith that you step out into places that you don't know where you're going. But I trust the one who sends me there. I trust his, footsta- I, I trust his guidance, and I choose to obey him. By faith, he sojourned in a land of promise, as in a strange country. If this land is too familiar to you, Lift your eyes a little higher. We're we're here, but we should be here as in a strange country. Dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs of him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. I am still looking for the same city. Through faith, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as the sand which was on the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, having not received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them. Can I ask you, have you lifted your gaze and seen the promises from afar off? And I'll ask you tonight, are you persuaded of them? I am persuaded of them. I am persuaded that he who has promised is faithful. Hello, church. I am persuaded that he who has begun a good work in me is able to complete it. I am persuaded. Are you persuaded? I'm persuaded that heaven and earth will pass away, but this word will never pass away. I am persuaded that everything I see is temporal, and I keep my eyes off of the temporary, and I'm looking to that which is eternal. I am persuaded through faith. And if embraced them. Have you embraced the promises? And confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on this earth. Listen, that's what I wanted to come and talk to you just a few minutes about. I am a stranger and a pilgrim on this earth. If you look at my birth certificate, if you look at my social security card, it will will verify that I'm a citizen of the United States of America. But my citizenship is in heaven. My, My destination is somewhere beyond the blue. My promises are not laid up here. I'm not looking for the answers here. I'm looking for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Lift your eyes a little higher tonight hallelujah in philippians chapter 3 verse 19 paul is writing he says who he says for many walk of whom i have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are enemies of the cross of christ whose end is destruction whose god is their belly and whose glory is in their shame who mind earthly things for our conversation, that is, our citizenship is in heaven from where we also looked for the, for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul understood that he was a Roman because he called on Caesar when they arrested him. But he also understood that his citizenship was not on this earth. He had a citizenship that was higher than Rome, and I have a citizenship that is higher than America tonight, uh, that, we, that we have somewhere that we're headed to, and it's more important than where we're at. Don't get too wrapped up in your surroundings. Don't get too tied up in what goes on around us. Don't get discouraged by, by seeing things fall apart that you don't like to see. I don't like to see them either. Listen, I'm not looking for trouble. But I know sometimes trouble finds us. And I also know that there's hard promises in the Bible that Jesus said himself, that he declared things like this. He said, in this world, you will have trouble. He said, but be of good cheer. Why? Because I have overcome the world. You should not expect a carefree, trouble-free life, but you should expect the promises of God to be yes and in Him, amen. You can count on Him. You can depend on Him, even on the bad days, even when it doesn't look like what you recognize as your homeland. We've got to raise our gaze. And understand that there are bigger things than what is going on around us. To Peter, he wrote in the second chapter, Dearly beloved, I beg you, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims to abstain from fleshly lusts and that war against the soul. And have your conversation and honest among the Gentiles that whereas that they speak against you as evildoers that they may be, be your good works which you shall behold and glorify God on the day of visitation. We are pilgrims. Paul told us that we are pilgrims and strangers. Peter told us that we are pilgrims and that we are strangers. The writer of Hebrews tells us that we are pilgrims and that we are strangers. So why do we not understand that this old world is not our home? Come on, church. I'm I'm trying to teach us. I'm doing my best. I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to shift your attention from the temporary to the eternal. I'm trying to cause you to understand that this walk of faith doesn't depend on what's going on. It doesn't depend on what happens at the next election. It doesn't depend on what they voted on in the stupid Senate today. It doesn't depend on if they bankrupt this nation. It doesn't depend on if every one of us are in the unemployment line. It doesn't depend on any of those things that, I, my, that my my walk rests in, in faith in the one Who can see me through listen I'm going to tell you something that somebody needs the comfort of knowing that if he can feed a prophet with a buzzard he can feed you if he can if he can supply manna every day of the week for 3 million people day day after day after day after day after day after day after day for 40 years he can sustain you if he can bring water from a rock in the desert for 40 years See, y'all see that? It's two occurrences. That one time he, he spoke and one time he struck. And then, But he struck it twice and didn't get to go to the promised land. But they were there 40 years. It wasn't a two-time occurrence. Paul wrote to the Corinthians. He said that there was a rock that followed them in the wilderness. And he said and that rock was Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell you if he can sustain a nation in the wilderness that were rebellious, he can sustain you. My citizenship is in heaven. Pilgrim's. And strangers passing through This world is not my home It's not my home My gaze is not set on these things The psalmist said I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help But my help comes from the Lord The Lord who made heaven and he made earth Let me tell you if he can speak it into existence He can bring it to you church there's a bigger agenda than the than the church calendar there's a bigger agenda than Springfield. There's a bigger agenda than the LGBTQ agenda. There's a bigger agenda than, than the, the party's agendas in Washington. There's a bigger agenda than whatever the UN might have. There's a bigger agenda than what the G8 might have. There's a bigger agenda than whatever, whoever is behind the curtain pulling the strings. And I'm going to tell you, there's people, you can call me whatever you want to, but I can assure you there are people behind the curtain pulling the strings. Because I can tell you, I can, back, I can even back it up with Scripture and not even stretch it. Because it says in this evil time that evil men will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Evil men, let me say it again, evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived let me tell you there's evil men in this world and they have their own agenda they're headmaidens of, of hell yeah we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but i'm going to tell you who the enemy uses he uses people <laughs> i'll tell you who god uses he uses people i know we understand listen i understand that i'm not god do you So I understand that people are not the devil, but I understand that God uses me, that God uses you, the same way I understand that the enemy uses people. And I'm going to tell you, there's a time to stand up for what is right, and there's a time to to declare, thus saith the Lord, there's a time to square your shoulders that no matter what anybody fires at you. I'm going to tell you right now, there is no way, I'm transparent and real, There's no way I can preach the things I'm preaching right now and not expect to get people shooting at me and my family and this church. And if you stand up, they'll do the same for you. And you got to be prepared for it. And you meet it head on. And you meet it with the word. It is written. You meet it in prayer. You meet it. You meet it. You meet it in the hour of intercession. You meet it with the weapons of your warfare that are not fleshy. You meet it with the weapons that He's put in your hands. And I'm gonna we have got to if we ever get to the place that we know that 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 prayer is not a substitute for obedience then we will understand the power that we hold and we can come against hell in prayer. We can, come against, we can come against hell with groanings and utterances that cannot be uttered. We can come against hell with it is written. We can come against the attacks of, of, that come from the people with truth. It's time we understand that that the laws of the land uh, that that I have a citizenship on are written down and they are, yes, and in him, amen, that he is going. Listen, I will tell you, if you will stand in obedience and you will walk in his word and you will declare his word, I will tell you, the world may come against you, but heaven will back you up. Somebody hear me. The world may fire at you. The world may come after you. But the God of that book will, will stand behind his word. He says in his word that he watches over his word to perform it. You don't have to worry. He will be with you. I, I don't believe in, in daring hell to come after me. That's stupid. But I'm going to tell you when hell comes after you for sending them on what's true that you better be prepared to stand on what's true. We have no choice at this point, church. We have to understand that the, that the laws and the, and, and, and the God of the, of the country that we are headed to are higher and more precious and more true and more real than, the, than, what, than the, the shores that we stand between. Somebody said, you sound like you've given up on America. America's not mine to give up on. I'll defend her. If, if there's a just cause to defend this place, I will defend it with my blood, just like you would. But I'm going to tell you, my citizenship is higher than America. This whole world is not my home. I am just passing through. Songwriter said, my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And Scott, I can't feel at home in this world anymore. I just can't do it. I can't find a way to feel at home here anymore. (laughs) I can't get comfortable. And I can't get adjusted. And you know what? Sometimes I feel a little bad for what the Lord lays on my heart. I don't know how in the world I could apologize for what the Lord lays on my heart. But sometimes it rattles me because it rattles you. But I want to tell you something. If if I have prepared you for the coming storm, for the coming shaking, for the judgment that is at hand, if I have prepared you to stand in faith, if I have prepared you to take the onslaught of the enemy and charge hell with the water pistol, knowing that God will defend his word, then I have done what I was put here to do. And I am not, I've told you before, I'll tell you again, I'm not going to stand before God and answer for what I wouldn't tell you. This world's not my home. I'm a pilgrim and stranger in this land. You want to know why you stay stirred and why it rubs you against the grain? Because we're in this world, but we're not of this world. Listen, we're not supposed to be hiding behind a rock. Amen. Waving a white flag. You know what? I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking for him to come. I, you know, he says he's coming for those that are watching, and I am looking for him to come. But you know what else? I'm not, I'm not looking for an for escape hatch either. There's some people that are looking, for, that are looking for, for him to come because they don't want to face any trouble. You think we're not going to have to He's just going to get us out of here. The Word does not say that. In fact, you got a promise from Paul leading up to it that says that in the last days, perilous times, dangerous times, you've heard me quote it over and over, dangerous, perilous times shall come. When are we going to take the Word, at, when are we going to take God at His Word and understand that He's told us what's going to happen and He told us what to do and He told us if we would do it, that I'll just say it the simple country way. Everything's gonna be all right, cause everything's gonna be all right. <laughs> See, having faith. the The old faith preachers would used to tell you if you had any trouble, you didn't have any faith. That was a lie. They forgot to read the end of the book where it says some of them that chose death rather than, rather than an easier way out. It says some of them were sawn asunder. Some of them had the de- their dead raised to life. It, it talked about the ones that were, that were in the hall of fame of faith, if you just keep reading, that it talked about that that they chose, that they chose the persecution rather than the escape. It said that they were the ones that said whom the world is not worthy. <laughs> Nobody, nobody wants torture, nobody wants persecution, nobody wants hard times, nobody wants to struggle, nobody wants any of that. But, we, but I'm going to tell you, Paul prayed a prayer that was pretty brave. Because we all want that power, I want that power, you want that power, I want that power. I want to see the power in the church, I want to see the power in the church, I want to see the power in the church. But Paul said, oh, that I may know him. Oh, that I may know Him. And how did He say we would know Him? He said it would be in the fellowship of His suffering and then in the power of His resurrection. Yes, amen. Listen, he, He's not going to leave you powerless. If you understand who you are, we've got to understand who we are, church. That's all I came to tell you tonight. Short and sweet. Shortest you've ever heard me say. Probably, I'm done. We're going to come together and pray tonight. Why, understanding who we are. Do you understand who we are? I'm citizen of another country. And I still believe that we can touch God with our prayer. I still believe that Sunday night at 7-ish, 7.30 is the most important hour of this week. There's a lot of people that think Sunday morning church is, is, is the hour of power. And I'm glad they come. I want them here. Uh, we, we take every opportunity. And I love the Sunday morning crowd. Don't hear me wrong. But I'm going to tell you the most important hour of this week is when uh, 50 people are so gathered together and they decide to come together in unity and touch God in prayer it's what makes the difference it's what it's what will make the difference it is what will bring the power it is what will bring family home it is what where sickness will be healed that is where it's at that's where it's at come on let's pray I'd love, you know one thing I'd love, I'll just share a little something out loud. You know what I would love, everybody in this room, everybody that attends Mag Church, that if they would learn one thing, you're going to have to learn more than that, but if you had one thing, this is what I want you to learn right now, that anytime the enemy attacks, instead of crying and pouting and getting down in the dumps and all the things we do, come on now, Instead of, push and push it, instead of pushing you into an emotional wreck state, I wish it would cause what's in you to rise up. I, I have come to the point that when, when, I, when I've come under attack, that it makes me more determined than ever. Mm. Oh, I hear people talk about great faith until they have a challenge, and <laughs> the what's it be? I know those people. Church people. It's, it's praise the Lord, hallelujah, shout and have a good time on Sunday morning until they are challenged and then they're blubbering in the corner. Now listen, I understand that things are emotional I'm not being critical, but all I'm telling you is instead of, instead of investing in emotions that are not going to help you a bit, why don't, why don't you let what's in you get fired up and stand up and push back? Because I'm going to remind you that greater is He that is in you. Come on, somebody. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We don't have to back up to nobody. You hear me? Church doesn't have to back up to anybody. Lord, I come to you. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus. Before anything and everything else, Lord, I, I pray tonight that you would cause an understanding by your spirit of who we are in you. Lord, that there would be fresh revelation that would come into the hearts and minds of the people that are under the sound of my voice of who you are. And that, I'm, that we belong to you. And in the same way that we would defend our own children whenever the enemy comes against us, your word declares that I'm an heir of Christ and I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ, that you are my father and that you have promised that when when the enemy comes in like a flood, when the enemy comes in like a flood, that you yourself would raise up a standard against it. Lord, I pray right now that there is a spirit of boldness that comes by the Spirit of God because your word declares that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us a spirit of love, a spirit of power, and a sound mind. I pray tonight that we remember that perfect love casts out all fear. I pray tonight that we remember that our citizenship is in heaven and not on this earth. I pray tonight that we remember that the one who has promised is faithful. I pray that we remember tonight that the promises of God are yes and in him, amen. I pray tonight that we remember that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Somebody hear it tonight. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I pray that we remember tonight that your word would not return into you void. That it would accomplish what you sent it out to do. I pray tonight that we would remember that the battle is not ours but that it's yours. I pray tonight that our job is to believe believe and that you and our job is to obey what you would have us do. I pray tonight that we would remember who we are in you and who you are. I pray tonight that we would remember that whenever it looks hopeless, that we would be like the old prophet who said to his protege, he prayed when he prayed, he said, Lord open his eyes that he could see that they that be for us are greater or more than those that be against us that all of heaven fights on our behalf when we walk in faith and when we walk in power. I pray tonight that there would be a fresh wind of your spirit that would sweep over Mag Church and every family that's in it. That it would go into their homes, into their living rooms, into their bedrooms, into their dwelling places, into their job. That there would be a Holy Ghost boldness that would rise up in every person in this room and under the sound of my voice that they would begin to bombard heaven with a heavenly tongue with a heavenly language that praise the perfect will of God that it would come in and embolden us like lions that we would go out into this world and do what is right and preach what is right and stand for what is true that we would never be in retreat that we would know that the God of heaven is our strength we pray tonight Lord we need you we need you it can't be like usual we need you, God. Church, we need him. We need him. We need him. Somebody needs to tell him, God, I need you. Somebody in this house needs to shuck your pride like a, like last year's corn shucks and tell him that I need you, God, I need you. There is nothing wrong. He said to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. He said if my people, which are called by my name, will first Humble themselves and pray and seek his face and turn from their wicked ways. He said, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive your sin and I will heal your land. Somebody needs to make it known to a holy God that you need him tonight. Lord, I need you. I need you every hour. Lord, Mag Church needs you. The staff of Mag Church needs you. The congregation of Mag Church needs you. Orange County needs you. Mauriceville needs you. Viner needs you. Orange needs you. Vinton needs you. All up and down these roads. Lord, we need you tonight. We're not going to make it if we don't have you, but we have you and we need you tonight. Lord, I pray that that we would surrender in every way in the fullness that is possible and walk in your strength and in your power and in your spirit. Lord, you've told us that if we would walk in the, that if we would walk in the spirit, we would not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You've told us that if we would seek you first, that all the other things would be added. Lord, we, we need to look to you, help us look to you the author and the finisher of our faith, help us raise our gaze to know that our citizenship is not in Texas or in the U.S., but our citizenship is in heaven. Lord, that everything flows from you and through you, we pray. Lord, I pray against every principality and every power that hell is trying to throw out right now. Right now, across this congregation, hell is trying to unleash an attack, not only on the pastor and his family, but on families all over this church. And Lord, I pray that you would expose every snare. Expose every snare. Lord, that, that, you, would, that you would foil the plans of the enemies, that you would be tripped up in his own scheme. Lord, I pray that by, that you would visit us again sovereignly. Church, we need a visitation, an habitation from God that is a sovereign touch of heaven. That's not for a moment, and not for a tear, and not for an emotion, and not for a shout, but that is a life-changing sovereign move of God. We've got to have it. We have got to have it. Church, we have got to have it. We have got to have it we've got to have Him. we pray lord we've got to have you we've got to have you lord let us be armored i pray over this congregation that you have charged me with tonight lord that that they would be armored up in the armor of the spirit lord that they would yield that sword skillfully Lord, that that shield of faith would be unfailing because you said it's above all. Lord, that they would pray in the Spirit. God, help us. God, help us. God, help us. Somebody needs to know you can say, God, help me. God, help me. God, help me. God, help me. God, I need you. God, help me. God, help me. God, help me somebody needs to say it with your own mouth not in your head use your mouth use your voice god help me god help me i need you i need you i need you hallelujah 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 Hallelujah. god i need you i need you i need you Let him know who you are, not just when you're in a desperate hour. Let him know who you are every moment of every day. God, I need you. There is nothing more humbling for mankind than to admit that you need help. God, I need you. My family needs you. My church needs you. My job needs you. I need you every hour hallelujah 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 Hmm. there's somebody in this house you need to tell him god i need you he hasn't moved on from god i need you i've got to have you i gotta have you i'm not gonna make it god i gotta have you i got to have you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's looking for desperate people. Do you know that? He's looking for desperate people that desperately need him. He needs you to need him. He can't do anything for you if you don't need him. Do we understand that we don't have any need of him? I've got to have him. Got to have him. God, I need you. There's somebody in this house that needs to press through that will not be denied. That that you need to press through until all of heaven turns over in your soul tonight. Until heaven floods, until until a language that you've never been taught or understood begins to roll out of your innermost being. Maybe it has before, maybe it never has, that there's somebody here tonight that needs to press through until there's a breakthrough tonight, not tomorrow, tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can have every silly conference in the world. You can have every evangelist known to man, but if we don't touch God, nothing's going to happen. I've got to have it. I've got to have it. I've got to have him. Move in your house, oh God. Move in your people, oh God. God help us. God help us. God help us. God help us. We've mahana We gotta have you. We gotta have you. We gotta have you. Somebody needs to understand in this house tonight that's under the sound of my voice that he you are baptized in the Holy Spirit and you have not exercised the gift. You've put it on the shelf like it's a trophy, like it was a one-time experience, and I've got to tell you that it is—it is a everyday baptism. It is a everyday need. It is a everyday power, and if you're—you should be walking in joy. And when you, it's because the Word of God says that life is not meat and drink. But, it is, but it, is, it, is, it is life and joy in the Holy Ghost. There should be joy. Somebody hear me, church. There should be joy in the Holy Ghost. There should be joy in the Holy Ghost. There's joy in the Holy Ghost. There's somebody that needs to hear it. It's not just joy. It's fruit of the Spirit. If you're saved, then you ought to have love, joy, peace. long-suffering, kindness, goodness, meekness it's the fruit of your salvation hallelujah come on church, cry out to him come on church, cry out to him come on church, cry out to him he needs to hear your voice cry out to him hallelujah Praise Your name. Hallelujah. 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 There's somebody that you're right on the break of breakthrough tonight. Press through. Press through. Press through. Press through. Hallelujah. Press through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray for you to equip Mag Church to be what you've called it to be. Lord, that you send every piece, every person that belongs in this in this church that that to fulfill ministry lord that they that you would send them to us you have been sending by your divine and your sovereign will lord and i also pray tonight that you expose and remove anything or anyone that stands between you and what you want to do in this house that they will either repent and change or that they will that they will resign and leave lord i pray in the name of jesus that nothing would stand between us and the power of God that nothing would stand between us and what you have called us to do lord i pray and call from the north and the south the east and the west that there would be souls by 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 the droves that the harvest would be great and that the laborers would go in and press in and take the harvest lord i pray that 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 you would move 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 by your spirit in ways that we've never dreamed or seen Lord, in ways that you said if you had told us that we would not believe it. Lord, I pray tonight for, for the miracle of healing for Benjamin. Lord, I believe tonight, as sure as I'm standing here, that, you, that it is no big thing for you to heal him. That it is no big effort for you to speak to that tumor right now that would have to dry up and curse it at its root. That it would have that it would be nothing but a blip on an MRI. That it would be nothing but a memory a year from now. That it would be nothing, it is nothing for you to heal. It is nothing for you to heal. That, it, that, that healing is who you are. Lord, I pray. Again, for Dean, that you have touched in her body. But Lord, that, that, that it's complete because healing is who you are. Lord, I pray, I pray for Rita Barr tonight, that she would, would breathe fresh breath of life into her lungs tonight. That every evidence of injury and disease and from mold and mildew would be gone right now in the name of Jesus. Touch Sam McElroy, where he sits right now in the name of Jesus. Open his lungs and heal him completely. You've done it before. You will do it again. Lord, I pray all across this place that, Lord, that you touch the inflammation in Grady's back and the sciatica would have to go right now in the name of Jesus. Church, do you believe that healing, that he still heals? It's who he is. It's who he is. Lord heal families heal marriages bring children in bring my children in every one of them without exception Lord I claim them all I will not give up I will not shut up I will not quit calling their name in prayer Lord every one of them every one of them every one of them I call in tonight move heaven and earth whatever it takes but, Lord, that every one of them. Lord, and I pray that, that every weapon that's formed against us. Every weapon that's formed against us. That you would confuse the enemy and turn his weapons on him. The Lord, that, Lord, that he would be beat back with his own attack. Lord, that it would backfire in his face every time that he tries to raise his ugly head. Lord, I pray for Mag School mag christian academy for every student that's going to come through those doors for every classroom and every teacher lord that it would be permeated with the power of the holy ghost lord that we're here to educate but lord i pray for a sovereign move of god to move in our classrooms that it would touch families that children leave this place and the power of god would leave with them and go into these homes lord i pray that you would shake mamas and dads with the power of your spirit. I pray that you would call in backslidden children that were raised in this church in your house Lord that know the truth of your word that know the fullness of your power that you would rip the scales and the blinders off of their eyes and that they would call in sobbing repentance saying I'm sorry mom and dad I'm sorry what I've done to this family and to God I repent of who I've been and I, and I give everything I have to, back to God I will serve him in fullness I pray God that it happens we believe for it tonight we believe for it tonight we pray and we ask <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah Every attack ought to make you mad. Church, it should make you mad. It should make you mad. It should make you determined to stand up and fight back. Nobody's ever going to win a natural battle or a spiritual battle while they're in retreat. Do you understand that no one is ever going to win any kind of battle when you're running, when you're in retreat, when you're looking for a hole to climb in? Stand up and square your shoulders and stand on the Word of God and, make, and declare what is true in your house and in your family. Church, it is so past time. It is so past time. Somebody needs to get a fire in their soul. Somebody besides the preacher. The preacher's got plenty of fire in his soul. Get some fire in your soul. And stand on what's true. Make a demand on your home and your household that there's some seriousness about the Word of God and the things of God. Oh, I'll start. If you don't say amen, I'll start meddling. Your kids are never going to take God seriously if you don't. Make a demand on it, mom and dad. Make a demand and be faithful. Let them see you be faithful. Stand up and fight. Lord, I pray over this land. God, that you have your way. Lord, I pray every evil scheme that, Lord, you would open the eyes of the blind to what's going on right in front of our eyes. It's not even hidden. It's not even hidden, but people's eyes are blind. Lord, that you would, by your Spirit, open the eyes of the blind tonight stir 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 your people lord i pray that people begin to walk in their calling walk in their calling all over this house all over this church all over this land lord that the that the offices that you've ordained that have been shut down and silent by dead religion that would come back to the forefront in power Lord, let the prophets speak and let the apostles lead and the evangelists preach Jesus saves and the teachers teach and the pastors protect. Lord, let the offices of the five-fold ministry, the gifts to the church come back to fullness, I pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray that you stir men and women in the night that you wake them up with fresh revelation, fresh manna from heaven. Lord, that you give them dreams that are from you and that you give them the reality. Lord, I pray that you that that, that our son, your your word promises that your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and that you would pour out your spirit on your handmaidens and on your maids, your men servants and on your manservants. Lord, we pray that the deadness of lying dead religion would be exposed that has hindered your word for centuries because people believed a lie I pray in Jesus name church we need, you need to be praying powerfully and boldly powerfully and boldly powerfully and boldly you're gonna to have to come to understand something and it's not an assembly of God thing I promise you, it is is like fresh baked bread to me this week because the Bible said it when Paul was writing to Timothy, he said there would come a time that men would have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof. And that is the power of the Holy Ghost. If you don't know what that is, den- they'll have a form of religion, but they deny its power. And I'm going to tell you, it, I mean, it's going to make religious crowd mad. It's going to make the denominational crowd mad. It's going to make the devil mad. It's going to make some of my friends mad. But I've got to tell you that everything that says that God quit doing something at some time, are you hearing me? Is denying God the power thereof I'm going to say it again I'm going to say it again whenever you say that God no longer moves by gifts of the Spirit see it's the manifestation it's the gift of the Holy Spirit you are denying the power thereof when it, anytime it says that the offices that the fivefold ministry no longer operate today you are denying the power thereof and as he's calling his church back to know that it's a form of godliness. I'm going to tell you a a, a sect of religion that tells you that God says some people are going to be saved, but he doesn't have the power to save other people. That's mainstream. That's mainstream. That that, 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 that there's there's choice in the elect. You're going to get saved because God wants you saved, and the rest of you, God didn't want you saved. I'm going to tell you something boldly. That is denying the power thereof because his arm is not short. He said his ear is not dull that he cannot hear, and his arm is not short that it cannot save. He said plainly that he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He said from Joel, and Peter repeated it in Acts chapter 2, he said that 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 day was coming that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. To deny his power, Paul Paul told Timothy, from such, run away. Get away from them. So I will boldly tell you tonight, whoever, I I don't care about the signs on the doors. I don't care. It it just flat out doesn't make me any difference. If they're telling you that God doesn't do it anymore, get away from it. 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 Run away from it run away the only thing that limits what God can do is what you believe that's it that's it it's high time that somebody took up and stood up and took the darts we can you know what he can fire the fiery darts because there's a shield of faith that says that it will catch and and shield you from the fiery darts of the enemy listen from such run away from such run away I'm just crazy enough to believe it all. Being a sound mind, I believe it all. <laughs> Be like Paul, what they tell him, much learning has made you mad, is that what they said? <laughs> well, I'm, just, I'm just crazy enough to believe that God meant what he said, and said what he meant. And I'm also crazy enough to believe that he's no respecter of persons, that if he done it for Peter and Paul, that he'll do it for J.R. and Matt, and he'll do it for Nelda and Riley. And he'll do it for Scott and Susan. And he'll he'll even do it for Andrea. And I'd be ugly and say, if he can do it for her, he can do it to anybody. I'm just kidding. Listen, he's no respecter of persons. What are you going to believe him for? What are you going to believe him for? And it's going to start with saying, God, I need you. I need you. Church, I need him. I need him. My family needs him. I don't want you to ever leave here thinking your pastor is in need of nothing. That was that that was a rebuked rebellious last days church that says they were rich and increased of goods and in need of nothing. That was the Laodicean church in and in, in the dispensations. It was where we stand right now. That said that I, that we rich and increased of goods and in need of nothing. He said, but I say to you that you're poor, you're wretched, you're blind, and you're naked. He says, I suggest that you anoint your eyes with eye salve so that you can see. And by the way, I'll end like he did. To him that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord would say to his churches. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.